Hello, and welcome to Reflections, five-minute encouraging biblical stories. Our last episode brought us to Psalm 106. The psalmist opened by telling us that we should praise the Lord, give thanks to Him, for He is good. His mercy endures forever. The beauty of these verses and the great weight they have as promises in our lives, that because our Father is good and His mercy for us, even when we have messed up, endures forever. So in knowing that He cares greatly for us and is by our side, we should in gratitude praise and thank Him. I know this is something that I can improve in my daily life. What about you? Gratitude in our society is something that it seems like was more common in the past and emphasized, but now we seem to get more focused on how fast we can get an item that we want and with the most minimal amount of effort. What if each of us today, instead of just focusing on self and getting the things that we want, lean towards gratefulness, starting with our Father and trickling into our daily life, like thanking the barista for making our coffee or those whom we might come in contact with in our lives and have done things for us. The psalmist then tells us that God's actions in our lives and in our world are so mighty that they cannot be mentioned. How amazing is that? And we get to call Him our Father, the one who is so powerful that all things he does cannot even be mentioned. This brought the psalmist to then ask that God bring him salvation. Are we also asking that God save us and bring salvation to our lives? The next couple verses then told us that we have sinned and so have our fathers, not fully grasping and understanding the miracles God has worked on our behalf. But the psalmist asked that though we don't understand and recognize what is happening, that instead of just seeing our ignorance, he might save us and make his mighty power be known. I love that our Father and his glory will be known. Let's jump back into Psalm 106 here and see what else we can learn. Psalm 106, 9. He rebuked the Red Sea also, and it was dried up, so that he led them through the depths as through the wilderness. And he saved them from the hand of him that hated them, and redeemed them from the hand of the enemy. And the waters covered their enemies, there was not one of them left. Then believed they his words, they sang his praise. They soon forgot his works, they waited not for his counsel, but lusted exceedingly in the wilderness and tempted God in the desert, and he gave them their request, but sent leanness into their soul. They envied Moses also in the camp and Aaron, the saint of the Lord. The world opened and swallowed up Dathan and covered the company of Abiram. And a fire was kindled in their company. The flame burned up the wicked. They made a calf in Horeb and worshipped the molten image. Thus they changed their glory into the similitude of an ox that eateth grass. They forgot get. They forgot God, their Savior, which had done great things in Egypt, wondrous works in the land of Ham, and the terrible things by the Red Sea. I'm not sure about you, but I've read through these verses before and found myself so easily judging the people for not seeing God's mighty hand and for getting impatient and then doing their own thing. But as I was reading through it this time, It helped me reflect how much of this I can actually apply to my own life. Wow, like there have definitely been times when I look back, I wonder how I did not see God's great hand and why I doubted and pursued my own path. Something I know happens in my life is that I'll read about the great care and miracles of our Father, but then when something happens in my life that isn't exactly as I would have wanted or planned, I start doubting God and His ability, going off on my own path and doing what I think is best. Oftentimes, this leads to more pain and heartache than if I had continued trusting God and His plan and timing for my life. Here we see the Israelites went so far as to build an idol, 
They envied the people God had placed in leadership in their lives, which then made them be swallowed up and burned. Definitely not great outcomes for unbelief. It made me reflect on my life, the times that I didn't trust God, and then the things that happened in my life. Maybe this is something you can also reflect on in your life. Or maybe you have tips that you'd like to share about how in those moments of unbelief and intense trial, you remain trusting God instead of letting doubt overcome and take the situation. Join me in the next episode to continue in Psalm 106 and see what we can learn.